welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Tuesday, May 4th. It was a tough day in the market. What did you see out there today? So there are some major divergences going on within the market as the value versus growth stock trend carries on. We got a tech-led sell-off today as the market began to pull back from highs. The action just doesn't seem to be there in the mega cap tech names that have carried the market for so long. We got blowout earnings from Apple and Amazon. And these names have done nothing but sell off since. On the flip side, the value stocks that so many traders aren't used to hearing lead the market continue to take us higher. So we pulled back slightly today with the NASDAQ closing down around 1.8%, its worst day since March 24th. But the S&P closed down just over a half percent, while the Dow Jones actually closed higher. How'd this happen? Because we got fresh 52-week highs in the industrials, financials, mining, materials, and home builders, while healthcare names finished a percent off highs. So the market is screaming out that value stocks are carrying the market and tech is just not the place to be at the moment. Besides that, we got some comments from Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen that spooked investors a bit. She was discussing what President Biden's spending plan entails, and a question came up around interest rates. The Fed has been longstanding in their statements about the need to keep rates near zero through 2023. Yellen today said a rise in rates may be needed to keep the economy from overheating. I would definitely expect equities to come in if the Fed bumps their rate rising schedule up. How about crypto? Yesterday, we talked about another divergence in the market as Ethereum outperforms Bitcoin. Do we see that trade today? We did. On the crypto front, Ethereum continues to lead higher, touching above 3,500 today. Bitcoin's down 5% to 54K. We were talking about the margin calls leading to a sell-off in Bitcoin a few weeks ago. We saw $250 million worth of margin calls today, which could be leading to its relative weakness. And last but not least, Dogecoin ticked as high as 60 cents today, up a modest 8,000% on the year because up is now down in the investing world. Overall, it was a slow news day, but we got more than 100 companies that dropped earnings. Let's start with Activision. Is the gaming market still growing? Big beat here for Activision as it's currently up around 4% after hours. They beat expectations on top and bottom lines while adding 38 million users as well as boosting its full year outlook. Their big three gaming series are Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Candy Crush. Segment revenue jumped 72% driven by Black Ops and Warzone's in-game revenue along with strong premium sales. So a solid report for the video game stock is they up their Q2 guidance along with their full year guidance. Next, let's look at Lyft. Like everything else in the world, the pandemic shook the ride-sharing industry. Did Lyft find its footing during these earnings? So Lyft earnings are up after hours. These weren't necessarily a great earnings report, more so great with all things considered. Demand was up significantly. You have to love that. They beat active rider estimates with 13.5 million versus 12.6 expected. Revenue per active rider was around $45.13 against $44.29 estimates. Revenue was up 7% from the fourth quarter, but down 36% on the year when compared to pre-pandemic levels of riding. So a solid report against estimates definitely signals people are starting to move around more. They narrowed their EBITDA loss by $12 million. That's always great. But they still have ways to go to get to pre-pandemic levels of revenue. What about Zillow? Housing markets around the world are on fire. Did the company see a spark in its earnings report? 
Definitely saw a spark. Nice beat for Zillow. Estimates came in at $0.25 cents a share, and they delivered around $0.44 cents a share, which has the stock climbing after hours. They saw a major win within their iBuyer division. This is where they buy their your home from you and sell it themselves. That segment accelerated much more quickly than anticipated. This could explain why they lowered guidance for Q2 just a bit because they don't expect to see this acceleration continue. It could also point to the fact we're slowly seeing mortgage rates rise along with home sales slowing. Because the iBuyer program found fast success, they're looking to increase their workforce about 40% from 2020 levels as they look to hire 2,000 workers soon. Internet and tech was up 38%, along with traffic being up 20% year over year. So a nice beat for Zillow, much to do with the iBuyer program success. The Match Group also reported earnings after hours. Match manages multiple dating apps such as Tinder, OkCupid, and every other big dating site in the U.S. not named Bumble. Are traders swiping right on this report? Swiping right they are. So match beat on the top and bottom line here. Revenues of $669 million, beat estimates of $651. They're guiding higher for the second quarter, which is always a positive sign. They expect Tinder and non-Tinder businesses to contribute growth above 20% in the second quarter. They talk about improving trends across the portfolio and are optimistic they will continue through the end of the year. They signed off their letter to the shareholders that they're looking forward to a summer of love. And aren't we all, Riley? Yes, we are. Shake, that's a wrap for today. Tomorrow we'll see earnings from Etsy, PayPal, and Uber. We'll be back after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.